need a hero. I'm holding on to a hero <laughs> at the end of the night. And he's gotta be strong, and he's gotta be fast, and he's turning and dancing and dancing. I did a hero. What else happened in that movie? Um, no, that was Shrek when Shrek got turned <gasps> into a human. Yes, a donkey. Oh my God, human Shrek! Look, I'm a horse. I can trot. I'm trotting Shrek. I can count. I can win it. <laughs> oh my God! Trot, 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 trot. Chatting, please. Hey! This is the Always More Podcast. Hello and hello. It is April 6th and welcome to the Always More Podcast where we believe there is always more room at the table for honest questions, meaningful conversations, and deeper understanding. Today on the pod, we are talking about mediocre energy drinks, fake cakes, sexist voting machines, Ethan Hawke, and so much more. But first, I am your host, Tim Blickty, and sitting across from me is the man, the myth, the legend, and my best friend, Christopher Thomas Ford. Hey. And sitting next to me is the Gen Z legend who is above all other Gen Zers, Harley Bianco. How are you doing? Ooh, I'm well. How are I, you? I can actually attest to that. She's above all other Gen Zers. I know quite a few of them, and uh, from having seen them and many Gen Zers in my day, you can tell by the pixels that she's the best. Well, you know how much pixels. I love ranking. I have a ranking system in oh, my yeah. phone of all the Gen Zers that I know. And Harley, you're always at the top. So yes. there you go. Got so her. for all of our Gen yes. Z listeners, Tim actually has you all ranked. <laughs> if you're curious, please send a message. <laughs> always find more out your ranking at, at gmail.com. Let us, let oh, us uh, no. tell you how great or how awful you are. <laughs> can you imagine? On today's episode. I don't have to imagine. I've seen the list. Oh. Jordan got some news for you, buddy. Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> not Jordan. <laughs> Always more nerd. We're going to talk. You're not That's nerdy all we're enough. talking about. <laughs> not nerdy enough. That's all we're talking about next I time. will be below rank on that one, if that's the case. Oh, man. Guys, it's April. It's spring. Welcome. Uh, it is it's getting warm. Today, the record high is 97 degrees. Whoop, whoop. Disgusting. Which I love. I love the warm weather. I'm going to be honest with you. Sunday, I spent a lot of time outside like prepping the yard for gardening and stuff. Really what are you, nice. an adult or something? Yeah, so when you turn 30, your entire personality becomes either football, grilling, gardening, or cars. Hmm. I tried the car thing, didn't really work out for me, so... Expensive. Yeah, it, it's really expensive. Um, not a f- huge football fan. I'm not good at grilling. My wife is way better, so I figured, you know, gardening. Now, by football, do you mean American football? Yes, oh. absolutely American football. You live in America, Tim. I know. <laughs> Nobody's calling soccer football here. Nobody's calling soccer football I here. I guess not. Except for the people who are fans of soccer. It is growing. It is like the largest or fastest growing sport in America right now. Really? Mm-hmm. MLS. Hmm. I mean, Austin. I mean, <laughs> I like, would thought it was like darts or something. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Bowling. One of those ESPN The Ocho sports. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually watching that the other night at my bar while Curling. I was working. I was like, hmm. The he's Ocho? Just, he's just grasping the ball. He wasn't even putting his fingers in the holes. I thought you were talking about ESPN and the Ocho. I was like, where, is that real? <laughs> no! No, they actually do it, though, every now and then. Like, periodically, they'll just throw it up on ESPN, too. They're like, this week, we're doing ESPN the Ocho. <laughs> and they really will put those sports on. I love that it's movie. It's so insane. <laughs> if you haven't seen Dodgeball, guys, you need to watch that movie. And yeah. pay attention to the background stuff, because <laughs> it's always the best. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. We should all watch it together. Which is a part of what we're talking about today, which is kind of fun. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of, let's move along so we can get to that topic. It is time for our first segment of the day, and that is Wreck and Rev. This is part of the show where we review and recommend things for you to listen, watch, see, hear, taste, or smell. Uh, smell, yeah. All of the One senses. of those senses, yeah, all of them. Yeah, so my Wreck and Rev for the week is the smell of lavender and mint. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it's actually one of my new obsessions, and it's probably due to my deteriorating mental health. <laughs> but my new favorite show across the board, hands down, is a little show on Netflix called Is It Cake? I haven't watched Have this you guys yet. Seen no, this? no. All right, so this is a show where they Which, basically pause. I'm getting really tired of you watching all these <laughs> random shows that don't mean anything. When I gave you a full, amazing list of nominated and award-winning shows that you choose not to li- watch or you know get into, yeah. And he says, "Is it cake?" <laughs> Jesus, is yeah. that what I think it is? Like they test things to see yeah, if they're cake or yeah. real? No, it's it's exactly what mm. you think it is. So they will put up. Um, an array of items and one of those items is cake the other items are real and it's up to the three panel chefs of the day to determine which one is cake whoever gets it faster gets to choose their item that they are then going to make a replica of out of Mm. cake and then they have to fool three other (gasps) non-baking judges Ah, so like the first three people I think they had to do um Oh, man, I can't even remember what it was. It was like random pointless things. It was a a cheeseburger, a croissant sandwich, and tacos out of cake. So they spend time, like, designing these cakes, and they get, like, eight hours to design, bake, and decorate these cakes to make them look like real objects. And then the host of the show, who's, eh, he's all right, (laughs) uh, he comes out with some type of blade. In the first episode, it was a samurai sword. Um in one of them, I think he just had like a regular knife. He gets a machete in one of them, like just random blades. Mm. And then he cuts into what the judges will decide is cake uh. or not. So it's like, oh, is this shoe an actual shoe or is it cake? And then he'll cut it and he's like, ah, oh, I can't cut it. It's an actual shoe. <laughs> or he'll be like, is this burger an actual burger or is it cake? And then he'll cut it and be like, oh, this was cake. And then once the judges have made their decision, you know, he cuts the things. And if the bakers can fool the judges into thinking that their item is real, they move on to the next round, which is a taste test. So the judges get to taste the cake. Oh, good. So they get to eat the cake, too. what cake is best. Yes. <laughs> and then the winner of that gets $5,000 oh, wow. on the spot. But there's a next round that that winner goes into where they provide two bags of money. One is an actual bag oh of money. God. One is Stop. cake. <laughs> so the guy's like, all right, you... Since you won the last round, you get to pick. If you pick the right one, you get $5,000. If you pick the wrong one, you get cake. That's pretty smart. That's horrible. So the first episode, they guess, and, you know, they may or may not have gotten it right. No spoilers. Uh, second episode is the other one. So if the first episode got it right, then second up, you know, yeah, no spoilers. Yeah. Um, watching them cut into the cake at the end, though, is, like, the most nerve-wracking <laughs> thing. Because, like, by the time you've watched the whole episode, you're sucked in. You can't stop. So you're like... Uh, it's back two, back two. You better pick back two. I know it's back two. Back two is cake. And then it cuts in. You're like, no, it's not cake. So it's like. So you on. want it to be cake or do you want it to be the money? You want it to be cake so that. Because you're choosing. You yeah, want to choose you, what you is choose the cake the so one you get that the you, other thing. Yeah, you choose the one that is cake. So oh, if you choose okay. the one that's cake and they cut into it and it is cake, you get the $5,000. Oh, okay. If you I thought choose it was the, the one that's money and you cut into it. 
you don't get anything. This uh, reminds me of that game show a little bit from uh, <laughs> the, the fake game show from How Much Your Mother, the uh, you know 50-50. Yeah, the coin flip. <laughs> I was telling Janelle, like, this show doesn't feel real. It feels like right. something you would see in the background of another show, like an iCarly, Drake and Josh uh, type yeah, show. Yeah. Like, it'd be something that Drake walks in and sits down next to Josh. It's like, what are we watching? Is it cake? Okay. <laughs> well, is it? I don't know. <laughs> You gotta watch definitely to find be iCarly. Like I can see Spencer. either yeah. iCarly or New Girl, and yeah. Schmidt oh. watches it during one of his depressive episodes, and he's always right, one thousand percent. Or he yeah. just walks in, and uh, Winston's watching it, and he's like, "What are you watching? Is it cake? I can't tell. <laughs> That's cake, Winston. <laughs> you can see the fondant right there. It's cake." <laughs> I just think it's it's a great show. I love it. All right, I might have to check it out. You gotta check That's it out. At least one episode. I yeah. feel like it would give me serotonin. So. It absolutely will. Mm. It'll help. All right, Harley, you're up next. Um, so mine is a beverage, again. <laughs> but this one, for those I'm not keeping count. <laughs> <laughs> but this one is up for all. So uh, in theory, um, I don't know. People can be allergic to this, but it's the Smart Water Ginseng Edition. Oh, I've had those. Oh. They've come out with like different ones. So they have like that one, and they have like a lemon one. Dandelion. D- yes, I like the dandelion. Um, they have one. I think that's mm. like cucumber lime, Ooh, which is a good. Big flavor right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, big flavor. A lot of among like a lot of different drinks. I like that. But I like the ginseng one. It's like mm. green tea ish kind it, of yeah, water. They, oh, it's like, so good. It's like it sparkling just, water without the sparkling. Yeah, like it doesn't actually uh. taste like a flavor of salt, but it's like this water was bottled near a lemon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh. It just gives you a little twang. My and it daughter just makes handed me a dandelion, it. and then I went to work at Smart Water that day. Like that's what it feels like like it's not real yeah. flavors but it's like right. some of them have calories though like yeah. i was on the phone with ginseng when i bottled this water <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing that, yeah. that's how i feel with our conversations with harley here i feel like some slang and some things are starting to come out like i'm starting to text jessica with spaces in between each letters of a word every <laughs> once in a while oh you gotta stop that that's weird that's weird no, it's so good no it's weird yeah all right, uh, but, but it's not yeah. It's Y E A H. No, but because there's spaces it's, there. But like when you read it, like in my mind, when I read it, I read it as like yeah, you know, because it's it's a long. Well, why not just add the extra letters? Because that's stupid. It looks goofy, but when you put the spaces, it adds, it also it's looks goofy. No, it's aesthetic. that is definitely a cultural just difference <laughs> then. <laughs> Because I Am feel I like when you add are the, we old? Is that what's happening? No, it's subjective. I mean, yes, we are, but it's still subjective. <laughs> When you add the letters, I just feel like it's cringy. All right. All right. <laughs> so we're cringy. Anyways, then. back to the water. Highly recommend it if you like flavored water and you don't like the taste of like plain water. They sell it at Walmart for like a dollar forty eight, oh. I think. Yeah, it's pretty 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 nice. All right, I'll have to go check it out. It's so expensive. <laughs> for water? I remember growing up when water was like twenty five cents a bottle, bro. Back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> Your age is showing. Anyways, Tim. <laughs> All right, so my recommendation, guys, listen, listen. You Yours know, is so you, deep you compared to ours. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to keep it short because I'm really excited about this movie. <laughs> but I want to, I don't want to have any spoilers or anything. You know, I love movies, right. and you know, I love like mind bending, time related movies. Christopher Nolan, my favorite. Uh, you know, he's my favorite film artist of all time. I watched a movie two weeks ago called Predestination. 
and it's older. It's like 2014, and it has Ethan Hawke in it. So Predestination chronicles the life of the temporal agent sent on an intricate series of time travel journeys designed to prevent future killers from committing their crimes. Um, Now, on this final assignment, the agent must stop the one criminal that has eluded him throughout the time and prevent a devastating attack in which thousands of lives will be lost. Now, on the surface, it sounds like, yeah, it just sounds like a stereotypical time travel movie. I am telling you right now, this movie, it, look, unless you're my wife, because anytime, like when we watched Fight Club, when she had never seen Fight Club, I told her, like, this movie is going to have a, a big twist. And she caught it she halfway. She guessed it immediately. Really quick. Yeah. Like, she, she's really good at that. I do the same thing. If you're not that kind of person, you will enjoy this movie. All right, so let me take a swing at it then, if you don't mind. Spoilers, possibly. Okay, spoilers. I'm going to take a, take a moment here for one minute. All right, one minute. So I think... Ethan Hawke is the main character, right? Yes. So I think he has to go back in time to stop himself. Okay. How? By killing himself. Like, he, he becomes the same villain that he's been hunting the whole time, right? Yes. That ah, is true. That is true. I haven't seen this movie. I haven't read this but, movie. I never even heard about it okay. until just now. Now, that's the part I – you got there in a different way. How much time do we have left? I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't. Oh, you weren't paying attention. No. You okay. Said, you were saying <laughs> you got, the timer. You got like still a good couple. Okay. Seconds. Okay. So it's how you get there, though. That even still, you got to the final like solution. It's the how that is still mind bending. So is it because he's been killing thousands of people over time? No. No. I, I don't want to spoil anymore. I know we're doing spoilers right now, but like fifteen seconds. Okay, spoilers for like ten more seconds, guys. It's because he has like this horrible accident where they change him, and he was also younger. He had a sex change, and so he's actually interacting with his younger self as a female, uh, and so you don't see that's actually him until at the very end after oh. you realize it was a sex change and everything. So transgender, super awesome. Hey, you're over time. If you're back, I just explained like the whole plot of the movie, and it's exciting. <laughs> it's fun. Even we'll so- put the timestamp. It's fine. <laughs> it's at like twelve. So the real question I have: Was she cute? Yes. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Wait, what was the... We can't ask. We can't go back. It's too late. <laughs> Not unless we're time traveler. All right, that is our Wreck and Rev. It is time to move on. It is time for Harley's Hot Takes. Yeah. Give it to us. <laughs> okay, so I drink... I'm a college kid. I drink a lot of energy drinks. I yeah. sure do. Naturally. Um, as I, as most people, most people drink energy drinks. They're a big thing. Um, so Red Bull is, like, really popular right. among, like, everybody who yeah. drinks, like, energy. Everybody likes them? I don't. What? Not a fan. Mm. I think they're pretty mediocre. They're okay. Like, I, if I'm like, oh, I need an energy drink, and there's Red Bull, yeah. uh, sure, I'll grab one. And there's nothing else, sh- yeah, I'll grab one. But I would prefer to get, like, nice-flavored ones. Mm. Like, you know, Red Bull has nice flavors. And I've tried them. I think the blueberry one's pretty... Decent. It's pretty decent, right. yeah. yeah. It's pretty okay. Um, but, like, Rockstar has, like, a good, whatever their white flavor is, this one's pretty good. I like the monster ones that have um, all of the fancy little art all over them. The the zero-calorie ones? Yeah, those yeah, are pretty good. Those are my favorites. Um, I like the monster watermelon. I haven't tried that one. I it's need to good. try it. But say what you want, Tim. Go ahead. <laughs> say it no, I, I, I thought say it you were doing face. it on purpose. I see it in your face. Go ahead, say it. What are you going to say? <laughs> say it. What are you going to say? <laughs> no. 
I know what you're going to say. You were setting me up. You jerk. You know what you're doing. (laughs) I absolutely do. And it's so much fun. I'm not doing it. Yes, I agree with you. Red Bull in general, I don't... And and that's the thing is a lot with with these energy drinks is they just add so much sugar to them. And And taurine. Yeah. And so I I, I like the ones that are like zero sugar. That's why whenever you bring something over, I ask for like the zero sugar Red Bull. I haven't tried the Red Bull, the sugar-free Red Bull. I'm sure that one's pretty good, but like just the regular one makes me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the regular one. Mm-hmm. I like the flavored ones. Uh, my favorite is the Bang. Um, birth, oh yeah, birthday yeah, yeah. cake something. I haven't tried the Bangs. They're okay. No, not birthday cake. Um, well, the birthday cake is good. Unicorn, rainbow unicorn. That's the best one. I remember that a couple years ago there was something about them supporting a certain president. And um, oh. oh no, I wasn't a huge fan. No, don't tell me that. Yeah, <laughs> I let you do your own research though. But don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, as long as the president wasn't Reagan, we're fine. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> um, Depends on how long they've been in business, man. I don't. I don't. You never know. You never know. But yeah, so that's my hot take. Red Bulls are mid, wow. and I I live by that. There are plenty of other better ones. <laughs> Thank you for your assessment. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. We are moving along. It is time for one of our most favorite segments. And that is, What Did I Miss? Mm, you went a little deeper this time. I did. I'm not feeling the high oh. the high pitch today. Okay. I told you. Still sounds great. Mental health. It's, you it's, know, it's still thing. beautiful. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the show where we like to present to you some news that you probably didn't hear about. Chris, give it to us. Do you like turtles? Love turtles. Do you like dags? I don't even know what that like is. Like what? What? Do you like dags? It was a Brad Pitt quote. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. If you like turtles, this story is for you. A man was caught smuggling 1,700 animals from Mexico. It says into Mexico in my notes. From Mexico into the U.S. Oh. So, animals or turtles? Well, turtles are in the animal kingdom. I mean, okay, but like... Uh, 1,700 reptiles. animals in general, just random animals. Okay. Non-plants. Mostly reptiles. <laughs> I, ju- I just think it's interesting that you asked that first question. A Southern California man, <laughs> Jose Manuel Perez, is accused of smuggling more than 1,700 reptiles, including baby crocodiles, Mexican bearded lizards, and turtles, into the U.S. <laughs> since 2016. Dang! Wow. He was taken into custody on February 25th of this year at the San Ysidro border crossing with in Mexico. In Mexico. You're doing so good. Border Patrol agents found about 60 lizards and snakes tied up in small (laughs) bags, which were concealed in the man's jacket, pants pockets, and groin area. What animal is he putting near his groin? That's what I'm curious about I mean, I'm hoping it's not the venomous snakes. Or the snapping turtle, if there is any. Mm. I mean, can you fit a snapping turtle there? Give me a baby one. Uh, He's wearing like cargo pants. I don't know. I would assume like all the pockets. It's like sixty different (laughs) animals in his pants alone. (laughs) Like that's insane. Um, Perez allegedly told the agents that the animals were his pets. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine getting caught like that? Just like at border patrol, they're like, "Do you have any illegal aliens with you? No. (laughs) Any drugs? No. Anything we should know about? Uh." Sir, we're gonna have to search you. <laughs> All right, just don't, don't search my pants. <laughs> Sir, what the hell is this? It's my friend, and this, also my friend, and this. Believe it or not, we're friends too. <laughs> and this, that's Pedro. You know what you did. We're not friends anymore. 
this dude had a like a narco style thing going on here, but with pets. Yeah, <laughs> with the animals. It's like that scene in uh, Lord of the Rings where they're pulling all the weapons <laughs> off of the dwarves, yeah. and they just keep finding more. <laughs> it was just like that, but with pets. Oh my god! Uh, so some of the smuggled reptiles were protected or endangered species. Um, beginning in January of 2016, Perez and his sister, as well as others, were accused of using social media to buy and sell wildlife in the U.S. Animals included Yucatan and Mexican box turtles, there you see, go. if you like turtles. Mm. Um, they were allegedly imported from Mexico and Hong Kong without permits. Wow. I understand the Mexico travel. How did he get animals from Hong Kong? <laughs> There's some pretty, pretty wild uh, illegal boating going on there. That's insane. Uh, reptiles were initially taken to Perez's home in Missouri, but later shipped to Oxnard when he moved to California. Prosecutors allege his sister assisted him in the smuggling business, especially during times when he was incarcerated in the U.S., which means uh, uh, he was in jail <laughs> and smuggling animals. What What a wild migration for these animals, going from all the way from Hong Kong to Missouri. Of all the states in the U.S., like that's where they're going. I and just want to know why. <laughs> he's selling like money. them. Money, he's yeah. selling them. Yeah, but like... There's a big market for endangered and rare animals. Yeah. Hmm. Billionaires pay a lot of money for dumb stuff. This is true. Not even billionaires, millionaires. Yeah. Nicolas Cage bought a dinosaur head once. Hmm. Oh, like a, That's a weird s- skeleton man. thing? Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yes, of course it's a skeleton. Not a real one, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't still alive. Shut up. Well, so, that's cool. There's that. Nice. Wow. Well, I'm glad he was caught. No more, well, at least from him. I'm no kind of sad he was caught. A little bit, yeah. I want more of those animals in the U.S. But not illegally. But it might, like, it might not? be It might be hurting from where they're coming from. It might be taking them out of their ecosystem. It might be bad You're for our ecosystem. You're absolutely taking them out of their ecosystem, and it probably is bad for our ecosystem. But here's the thing. Fuck it, we both. I don't care. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Harley, take us to the next level, please. Okay, so mine is about a dog. Um, so Fezco was his name, and Love he it. was ditched at a shelter because his owners thought he was a gay. People are really starting to take me off. <laughs> um, a couple, a gay couple, um, Steve Nichols and his partner John, ended up adopting, adopt, uh, what is English today? <laughs> you can do it. Adopting Fezco, and it was because they were like, oh, we face discrimination too, so we'll adopt this dog because its owners thought... It was gay, and it faced discrimination. I love that. Yeah, it's kind of cute. But um, this was in North Carolina. The original owners saw the saw Fezco humping another dog, which, like, if you really think about it, it's natural. No, it is 1,000% natural. They like, do it they're, for they're, domination. It is, they do it for playtime. Yeah. They do it for pleasure in some cases. But they do it to breed. They do it because they don't know if that's a man or a woman, and they're yeah. just going for and it. And they don't care. They don't care. There's no concept <laughs> of gender among dogs. Or any animal, for that fact. But anyways. They're so just as surprised when they get pregnant as we are. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> How could this happen? But, um, uh, yeah, so they turned him into the shelter, and then uh, he got adopted. And it basically it says that the new couple found him, and they were like, we're going to love him for who he is. Aww. His pelvic gyrations and all. <laughs> so That's yeah. a direct quote. Yeah. I love it. Um, base, I don't even know what kind of dog he is. Um, he kind of looks, he's a mutt, definitely. I'll show you. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's got some German like shepherd, shepherd to it. Yeah. 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 But he's so cute, and yeah, that's about it. What What is the reasoning for 
dumping a dog because it might be gay. Like, yeah, that's bonkers. Like, oh my gosh, this dog. You can't make even my say it's gay. a religious thing because all dogs go to heaven, gay or straight, doesn't matter. <laughs> right. So, like, why does it matter to you? There's what? a whole movie on that. They there. probably think it's contagious. There's like three movies. Yeah. They think the gay is contagious. They're gonna catch the gay. I mean, that, that's exactly why you know the th- the gay conversion therapy exists. Mm. That's true. That made me really sad. Yeah. Hmm. You want, do you want some happy news? I would love some. Thank you. Okay, this is really great happy news, guys. Um, so this is like my third week in a row, by the way, that I'm bringing you happy, uplifting news. So we love to you're see welcome. It. I appreciate it. Um, the Denver Star Program, it's a program that sends unarmed health experts instead of police officers, is expanding after two <gasps> years of resounding I success. Yay. I'm so pumped about it. This is, guys, I don't care whose side you agree on. This is good <laughs> news. It to is all working. the conservative listeners, all three of you guys um <laughs> facts don't care about your feelings <laughs> look 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 just look i i don't mean to push any buttons but this is a good positive thing right yeah. we have we have tried out a new system a new way of of de-escalating issues at homes with people who don't have weapons on them and it's working that's a good thing i'm pumped about it so according to elise uh Schmelzner, uh, I, I'm, I think that's how you pronounce it. Schmelzer. At, Schmelzer. Schmelzer. Uh, at the Denver Post, quote, the program known as STAR began 20 months ago with a single van and a two-person team. More than 27,000 calls, excuse me, 2,700 calls later, uh, STAR is getting ready to expand to six vans and more than a dozen workers. Growth, the program's leader, hope will allow the teams to respond to more ten- respond to more than 10,000 calls a year. That's what we need. Um, yeah, let me continue these quotes because it was really good stuff. Uh, Star is an example of a program that has worked for those it has uh, contact with. Council uh, Councilwoman Robin Kniek, Kniek? Uh, yeah, I'm horrible with names. Uh, said Monday before the council approved the contract, it is minimizing unnecessary arrest and unnecessary Costs, whether that be jail cost or emergency room cost, and has done so far uh, less than one percent of the calls coming into the city that it might be eligible for. It matters that we are scaling it up since the launch. Star uh, par- paramedics and cl- clinic clinicians. Man, we are just bum- yeah. No, over it's today. bad today. It's real bad. Uh, they have responded to more than twenty seven hundred calls, according to Car- Carly Stout. Sally. Sally on. There's no T there. Uh, star <laughs> operation manager. Star providers haven't called Denver police for backup for any of their calls, she said. That's awesome. 2,700 calls. Not once was a police officer actually needed. Yeah. Mm. Defund the police. Yeah. So this is this is great news. This shows that it works, and it's working, and they need more of it. Oh, yeah. Great things. Mm-hmm. Positive things. Oh, yeah. And that's what I got. Yay. Cool. Love I'm to here see for it. it. Because, um... <laughs> I've taken a couple criminal justice classes um, from high school and in college, and it's just very well known that the training on de-escalation in the criminal justice system is Sucks. horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's very exciting. I'm sad also, that it's only in Denver, but I'm glad that it's expanding yeah. to the point where it could potentially be in other places. Yeah. I think Texas will probably be one of the last places to get it. It always is. Oh, yeah. Always is. Yep. Well, guys, that is our What Did I Miss? Thank you guys for listening and hearing all of our fun, amazing things. Uh, it is now time to move on to our main segment of today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. We're moving on, guys. We'll be back after this quick break. After a short message. All right, everybody. We are back. Are you sure? Yes. 
Oh, we are okay. recording, and cool. we are back. Cool. Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> I'm here for it. Let's go. All right, guys. Today, we are talking about the movies that shaped us. So a year ago today, Chris and I uh, did an episode about our favorite movies of all time, and we want to do something a little bit different. For one, Harley's here with us, and it's a new perspective, and I'm sure there's different movies along this list. Yeah. Uh, but we we kind of these are movies that just meant a lot to us that kind of what we felt like maybe shaped us and you know made us who we are or at least had some life changing moments or I don't know maybe kind of it, some kind of emotional attachment yeah yeah like we remember it vividly we we think of it differently it maybe made us act differently at the time and there's definitely some of those for me in this list so uh, we're going to divide this up into three categories uh, and that is based on our age ranges so the first one will be childhood the next one will be our teen years and then our last one will be of course adulthood so the last one will just be you and i then (laughs) because harley's 12 (laughs) on a scale of one to ten oh i'm just kidding um yeah probably (laughs) good one All right, so we're not going to go into like great detail for every movie, but we thought you might be entertained. Like, we wanted to just have a nice, easy, layback episode, and so we thought you might like to listen to some of the movies maybe you didn't remember that might bring some flashbacks. Because the other day when I posted that on Instagram, like, hey, what does a VHS remind you of? There were some movies that I totally forgot about. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, uh, one was um, Flubber. Mm-hmm. Totally forgot about that. But I love Flubber. I, it's that a great movie. Foundational. Yeah. Movie. Totally forgot about that, but it was such a, like, I, I can remember, like, him putting the stuff on the basketball and yes. that whole scene. Yeah. Where it's, like, bouncing over the... Yes. yes. I like when he put it on the, the player's butt. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Or, or I remember one specific one is when he put it, like, he sprayed it on the towel, and he threw the towel, and the towel just bounced yeah. off. Yes. <laughs> it's just totally out there, random. Couldn't remember it unless I, like, was told about it. And so yeah. that's what we wanted to do today is just kind of... Uh, have some fun. Have some fun. So bit. let's dive into it. Talk about our childhood films. Chris, how about you give us some of your favorite childhood films? All right, so some of my favorites. Uh, first off, let's do shout-out to James Bond and Indiana Jones. I probably shouldn't have watched those as young as I did <laughs> because there's some I, stuff in them. I deliberately... But those are my... <laughs> like, I watched James Bond with my grandpa, and I watched Indiana yeah. Jones with my dad. Those are yeah. great movies. Um, but the three that I picked for this particular topic were Mrs. Doubtfire, Jurassic Park, and Pokemon, the first movie. Come on. Nice. So um, all of them foundational for who I am as a person. Mm. Yeah. It Mrs. Doubtfire, sense. I definitely see that. Yeah. The, you, yeah. What the hell no, is that supposed to be? <laughs> no, you are Robin Williams in a, in a, in a way. You, you are just so – you are so you know, loving I, and you're so kind. Oh, my God. That. Maybe that's why I love you so much. Aww. I mean, seriously. I love Robin Williams. Stop. <laughs> Um, no, truthfully, that's why I love Mrs. Doubtfire, because Robin Williams is, like, my favorite mm. actor. Um, I took his death really hard. Same. Um, well, I was, like, in seventh grade, and I was like, ah, Yeah, I still God. can't, like, I still can't talk about it without getting emotional. Um, so we'll skip over Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> but obviously that's the story of a man who loved his family and did, whatever did some crazy stuff to be near his kids. Yep. Yeah. Um, Jurassic Park, everybody knows. They clone dinosaurs, and it goes exactly how you would expect. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Pokemon, the first movie, though. Most people from our generation are familiar with this movie. I am not. I wasn't allowed to watch it. I said most. (laughs) All right, so it follows young Ash Ketchum, 10-year-old Pokemon master in training, Um, his friends Brock and Misty, as they get an invite to a mysterious island where they are going to be proving their worth as Pokemon trainers. Come to find out, the host of the island is Mewtwo, a genetically created Pokemon, Mm. um, synthetically created Pokemon, I should say, 
cloned from Mew, which is a natural occurring Pokemon, crazy powerful, who hates all humans. <laughs> and then it's up to Ash and his friends to prove that not all humanity is bad and Mewtwo has a place in this world. Huh. Uh, it went way deeper than any cartoon should. <laughs> um, there's a lot of like really tear-jerking moments. Um, there's a scene. It came out in like the late 90s, so spoiler alert. Yeah. Like <laughs> 20 years behind. Um, but there's a scene where Ash dies, and I still to this day will cry anytime that scene is mentioned not just shown but like if somebody's like oh you remember that scene in pokemon i'm like shut up <laughs> shut up man i can't i can't um it was like one of the hardest scenes to ever watch in a movie for me as a kid and it proved to me that regardless of a person's birth they have worth mm. and that is a lesson i took from that that's good man that's good all right i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, continue this. Um, so you had Jurassic Park, and that was one of mine too. Uh, I just remember that was one of the first films that scared the living crap out of me as a kid. Yeah, uh, it should have. Yeah, dinosaurs are terrifying. <laughs> I was too young to watch the first one when it first came out, but by the time the second one came around, I was old enough to watch them both and kind of really understand. And that was the one where they were like in America, like yes. roaming the streets. Yes, there was that one scene. Harley, ha- Harley, have you seen Jurassic? No, okay, Mm-mm. Lost World, Jurassic Park. Mm-mm. It's the second one. Yeah. Nope. So in I've seen Jurassic World. Yeah. All right. Well, all of good. the Jurassic Sorry. Parks are on HBO. I don't have money. And I have DVDs. Oh, okay. And okay. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah. There's that one scene in Lost World where, like, there's a T Rex loose in is it San Diego, and it like goes next to this house, and it like comes by this boy's window, and he's like. He just looks at it. He's he's not freaking out. He just looks at it like, oh, there's a monster. So he goes to his parents' room and he's like, look, there's a monster. And they're like, go back to bed, Timmy. And I don't know if it's actual name, but that's what I, I imagined. But the he, dad's like, it's that dang fish tank you bought him. It's too bright. So they like walk into the room arguing about this kid's fish tank, and then they look out the window and there's a T Rex, and they're just <laughs> that ate their dog, by the way. Yeah. Oh. Like it's got the doghouse hanging out of its mouth. Yeah. It's, oh my it's God. bad. It's traumatizing. Yeah. For sure. So for for sure, there's at least a few months where I had nightmares in bed. Because wow. I would I would see, like like through the window there'd be like a like a tree branch. I was like, there's a there's a there's a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a big one. Um some other crazy memorable ones. Uh Shrek, because I mean that was a that was a cultural yeah. thing. I mean Absolutely it is. I, we took a school trip to go see that movie. Really? What? Yes. Yeah, I remember it was like one of the first ones. Super jealous. Yeah. I think I was in Christian school when that came out, so that was not (laughs) about to happen. Uh, You remember the green ketchup? Hallelujah was in there. You totally could have seen it. No. Um, Apparently, as a child, I had a really bad um, experience with that. Green ketchup? Yeah. I ate it, and my diaper was apparently real bad. Real bad afterwards. Yeah, it's green ketchup. It's just food dye. um, Yeah. (laughs) My cousin. Who had to take care of me. Gross. Yeah, Yeah. everything was greened out. Everything was, it was just, I remember that going to the store and like, why is there so much great? Ah, uh, Shrek. Yeah. Shrek. <laughs> My daughter loves Shrek, and I watch it with I her like once, too. once or twice a week. Easy. Yeah. Every day I turn on Netflix. Crack? Because she can't say Shrek. She says crack. <laughs> oh. All right. She's, She's adorable. so cute. Uh, another one that was a big one for me, Remember the Titans. Um, oh, yeah. Self-explanatory. It's a great film uh, about uh, racial tension and, I mean, everything. It was set in the 70s, so obviously it's all about uh, desegregation and... Um, so it's a great film. I, if you don't know it, then 
Do better. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, it. That's all I got for you. And then the, the biggest one for me, and I know it's stereotypical, but it, this one truly, I saw this in the movie theaters. Yep. This this movie was made for people like Chris and me. It was Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Now, prior to that, I did see the other Star Wars, and I was a fan of Star Wars. But yeah. having been able to watch this Go in the a theaters. Star Wars movie in a theater, like that's. It was life changing. Oh yeah! I, I mean, genuinely, I that's when I, I loved. I liked Star Wars at the time, but that's when I truly began to love. That's when they began coming out with Star Wars Legos, mm. and they started coming out with all these other like you know uh, animations, like the Clone yep. Wars. All this, all this was sparked because of Phantom Menace, and yep. so, cool. um, yeah, great memories. People because say of that it's movie. the worst one, but I love it. It, it look, it, you know, cinematically, is it the greatest? You know piece of art out there no, no but is, is it a <laughs> but is it a great film because absolutely. of what it means to the culture absolutely absolutely so. it absolutely. shaped a generation for sure yeah harley what you got gen zier okay i have a lot so sorry <laughs> um i'm not going to summarize all of them because hopefully most people know these um so my first one is this is, we talked about this the other day this is foundational to who i am as a person so like the bring it on movies in general all the series but specifically the fight to the finish one with like the sharks and the jets oh my god I, i'm is not that I'm just a side story no 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 i'm gonna be honest I, mean, I have no idea what this is it's a cheer movie like a oh, cheerleading movie okay <laughs> um you never heard any of the cheers from bring it on <clears throat> i guess not Burr, it's cold in here there must be some Toros in the atmosphere. And they stole that one from the Clovers. From the Clovers. Mm. They, yeah, a, they appropriated black yeah. culture in yeah. that movie. And then they lost, <laughs> which they deserved. But anyways. Absolutely. They um, the one that I'm talking about is like a big ultimate cheer thing. And it has it was at like a theme park. And it was just, mm. oh, just and they lost the, the cheer stick. And all this bad juju started happening. Oh, just foundational <laughs> to who I you, am as a person. I used to work at Disney World. And I've been there during the cheer stuff because right. that's a real thing. Yeah. Those people are awful. Insane. <laughs> yeah. They are the worst. I would never want to go through that again yeah. if I had the opportunity to not. <laughs> right. But still work at Disney. Like, I would. I yep. would I, Just I, take off the, that, like, you, you month can't, or whatever. You can't. Why not? Because they need all hands on deck. That's ridiculous. There are so many people there. Yeah. And they're all just the worst people. Yeah. But basically, um, both they had like a cheer off little thing about in the streets, yeah. and then uh, members on both teams like got injured, so then they had to combine, and then mm. they won, and they had to like come together and you come know together. be friends. Right now, so that was uh, over me. That's pretty good. It's the Beatles. Yeah, dude. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, my next honorary mention is very similar. So these are the dance movies. Uh, yeah. Step up. Okay. And this one's to the streets with like I've heard of these. Step up to me to the streets and a step up to the streets. Is that a quote? I don't know. I don't think, <laughs> I was like I don't recall that. I'm not well, guys. But basically it's very good and there's the character Moose and everybody I was in love with him. Everybody should be in love with him. So but Channing Tatum was like I think her sibling or something or brother or mm. cousin whatever the hell. I think I've seen this with Jess. So good. There's the dance scene in the rain. Foundational. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm definitely not even remembering the right movie. I think the one I'm thinking of is Stomp the Yard. Probably. Chris Brown gets hit in the head with a brick. Yeah, you're definitely thinking of the wrong one. Yeah, definitely not the same movie. But um, yeah, still good, still okay. good movie. They're all um, dance movies to me. My other one. 
Chris. All right. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> the next one that I want to talk about is Shrek 2. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. my, that was all. It's a song. <laughs> <laughs> Not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> like, that is, oh, that is my humor. Yeah. That I love that movie with every fiber of my being. That had the best cover of any song ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hero? Yeah, absolutely. I need a hero. Fairy Godmothers. Yeah. Yeah. Killing it. She slayed that. Yes. Like yeah. nobody's business. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so good. She just had C minor. Put in C minor. And Shrek <laughs> produced great memes for oh. years to come. It just. It's still it, produced. Who would have thought? Keeps on coming. Who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. Not us. <laughs> Not us. Not us. <laughs> The next one is The Sandlot. Oh, so Duh. good. Yes, come Absolutely. on. Oh, good. I don't even need to say what yeah. that's about. Everybody, you've Everybody loves it. Sandlot. Yeah. And if you don't, you're wrong. You're just wrong. Just wrong. Want some more of what? You're killing <laughs> me, Smalls. <laughs> S'more, s'mores. My last one that I'm not going to elaborate on because everybody is, should have seen it is Lion King one and a half. That was a, that was a good one. That is was, yeah. everything. Uh, Love it Lion follows King Timon and, and Pumbaa. Need I say more? Look beyond what you see. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I'm not going to elaborate. Just that is my childhood. So good. Good stuff. Good and childhood. then they do the dancing scene. Good childhood. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was that? Quick before the hyena come. Yes. Wow. Nice. So good. I can dig it. He can dig it. She can dig it. We can dig it. They can dig it. You can dig it. Everybody dig it. Yeah. I love that movie. Impressive. That yeah. was good. That was good. <laughs> this is not one that Ellie has watched recently. Oh, so me. That's just even more impressive, I that guess. That is. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Let's move on to our teen years. And Harley, you're going to pick it up again. Yes. So let's, let's dive Most in. of these I will also not be elaborating on because most people have probably seen them. Um, except for this first one, probably. It's called Love, Rosie. It's got Lily Collins in it, and it's got Sam Claflin. Already sold. I love Lily Collins. Yeah, no, so good. Did you um, know that she is Phil Collins' daughter? I did. I did know that. Did you know I'm that he with wrote her. all of those songs in Tarzan? I for did. Her. That's oh, just not like, for her, but I knew. Yeah, he wrote like you'll be in my heart. He wrote that for her. <gasps> he didn't have to go that hard on that album. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> he, he did, did that for her <laughs> and for us. Yeah. So good. So good. Um, but yeah, Love Rosie. It's basically about like um, her and her male best friend and how they're like lovers that are supposed to you know never works out and her life and this that and the other from being like a teenager to owning her own business and mm. being a teen mom and all this stuff so good love it 12 out of 10 it's my f- one of my comfort movies mm. um cool. the next one is well it's multiple so any major series of films yeah this stuff was really like, coming out when yeah, you're a teen yeah. from like 2000 was it like 10 to like 2015 I think was like the major ones. I graduated in 2010. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It might even extend because of all the Marvel movies. So basically like uh, Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. I got called Katniss every day when that movie came out. (laughs) If I braided my hair, I was, my name was no longer Harley. It was Katniss Everdeen. Um, Maze Runner, Dylan O'Brien. Don't even get me started. I've only seen like the first Maze Runner. You're even... The, the a second is is pretty good. You're not third. missing out after the second one. Okay. I have not watched the third. They're nothing like the books, though, so. The books are better, I'm assuming. Just, yep, always, okay. every time. Um, Divergent? Yeah. Oh, my. Tobias. <laughs> don't even get I don't think started. I finished Divergent, either. I know I watched, like, the first two. I definitely. I might have. I did not the watch the last one. one. I did not watch the last one. Because okay. I heard that it was 
also not, disappointing. Yeah, and not like the book, as always. <laughs> um, but basically, by panic, all throughout these years, <laughs> it was horrible. It explains so much. Yeah, so just a tough, just a really tough time. Oh, Sam Claflin was also in freaking Hunger Games. That was oh, tough. Yeah, yeah. Can't get, imagine seeing Katniss and what was his Pete? No. Oh, what's his name? Peter? No, no, no. That Peter's um the other dude. No, his name is Finnick. Finnick. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Finnick O'Dare. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From District 4. There was this one meme that oh. I said to um, Kenzie's mom, and we were, I think we were watching Hunger Games, and she was like, where's Finnick? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, dare he is. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that coming. <laughs> I saw it coming. It was so good. But, I'm yeah, so, so all it. of those major film series, the... Yeah, my life um, as a teenager. The the the, the book. That's when the books, um, like the book things. Like after the success of Harry Potter, all these other right. people. Right. Yep. Like, they yeah. were trying to do right. the same thing, trying yeah. to replicate Absolutely. it. Um, and like with Twilight and stuff like that too. Um, those were not foundational to my <laughs> childhood. <laughs> Twilight specifically. Yeah, I was not a little furry vampire wolf girl. Um, I don't <laughs> claim that. Um, the last two I that I will it. mention are Footloose, but specifically the 2011 version. Super good. Um, and then Selena. Yes. Even though that's an old yes. one, I didn't watch it until my teen years. Selena, I think, for every Hispanic child growing up, that was foundational for us. Right. It's a good one. You'll notice, like, there's not any person under the age of 40 nowadays named Yolanda. Right. Mm. Right. Mm. Yeah. As there shouldn't be. That became eh. like a... Oh, you're going to name your kid Yolanda? Why not just name him Judas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Chris? So, my movies, um, oh. as I mentioned before. Quality stuff. Boondock Saints. I thought you just said no. I was like, oh. He said bro. Oh. Uh, Boondock Saints. Come on. Probably man. still my favorite movie. So, yeah. About two Irish it. twin brothers that accidentally end up in a bar fight killing Russian mafia people mm. and then they realize hey we're pretty good at this <laughs> we could clean up boston and they just start killing more mobsters and more bad guys and it becomes like a religious thing for them where they just do the lord's work and you kill watch villains. this as a oh yeah, yeah. Teenager? you're, you're, oh, yeah. you're gonna see in mind next that we we uh we were allowed to, i don't know how we were allowed to watch some of these things but oh, we were not actually allowed we just figured it was better to ask forgiveness than permission that's true that's true um, yeah, my brother showed me this movie, and he is 12 years older than I am. So, Whoa, Willem yeah. Dafoe is in it? Willem Dafoe. Wow. Yes. Norman Reedus. And Norman yeah. Reedus. Yeah. Uh, he was a Patrick baby. Flannery, Rocco De La Rocco, or David De La Rocco, sorry. Um, all, all kinds of really cool. Um, Bob Marley's in this movie. They're making a third one, aren't they? They keep saying they are, but I don't know if they actually are. Mm. But um, Bob Marley's in the movie as well. The comedian Bob Marley, not the musician, yeah, which yeah. is <laughs> hilarious to me. Um, but... By far one of my favorite movies of all time. Still top five for sure. It didn't make a lot at the box office. No, it did not. No, it's, it's a cult classic. It is very mm. much so, yeah. It is a cult classic. If you find a fan of Boondock Saints, they can tell you anything about that movie. Yeah. But finding them is few and hard, uh, few and far, far between. between. Um, another one that was d uh, shaping who I was as mm. a child growing up, School of Rock. Yes. Jack yes. Black yes. in okay, his role, okay. like, there is there is no better character for it. For no. mm. like Jack Black could not have been picked for a better role than this one. Yes, um, watching him. 
be a teacher to these kids. What's her face from uh, Drake and Josh and I can oh. Miranda Cosgrove. Miranda Cosgrove, yes. thank you. Uh, What's she, her favorite cuss word? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, if you're not on the internet, you don't get that. But um what's her name? Um 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 it's, it's been so long since I've seen that one. Like I, I'm trying to think of the, the kid actors. <laughs> I don't remember any of the other kid actors. I know one of them ended up in jail for stealing guitars. Oh which is yes, hilarious to me. I forgot about that. Uh, but that that, <laughs> that movie was pretty movie great. About music and you choose to steal guitars, right? Like you couldn't have put uh, your money away. Sa- or Sarah a Silverman, uh, Lucas Bateman, Bauman. I just think in general, Jack Black the. As an actor, was foundational for my job. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Any one of his roles, yeah. and I picked School of Rock because Tim wrote his notes first. <laughs> no, you put one, your next one. I totally forgot about, but it's just as important yeah. to me too. Um, and then another one that I watched, and between my next one and Boondock Saints, I literally had them on repeat, like to help me sleep at night. Really? Um, I would pick one, one of those two, and I would just throw it in the DVD player and just let it play and mm-hmm. like that would help me sleep. Um, Boondock Saints, School of Rock, and A Knight's Tale yes. with Heath Ledger. So good. Have you not seen A Knight's Tale? Oh my God. Oh my God. We need to so. watch this This movie. has to happen. It is Th- such Th- a good This is movie. like Scott Pilgrim like again. Like we need it. You need to see oh, this. Okay. It is God tier of a movie. So Heath Ledger. He's so attractive. Oh my God. <laughs> Heath? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He is, yeah. Uh, 12 out of 10. Um, okay, but Heath ahead. Ledger is a poor knave Peasant. born into a family that basically sells him off to a knight to be a squire. And right before a big fight, their knight dies. And they were poor as it was, so like he has to win this fight or they don't eat. But since he's dead, he can't fight. So he throws on his <laughs> knight's armor and he's like, uh, I'm the knight. And they win the fight and he's like, you know, we can do this. Which I'm realizing is a big trope of movies that I like. Like people that get thrown into random situations and then they're just like, I can do this. That's mostly my life. This is fine. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything's on fire, but this is fine. So that's that's the uh, the basis of it. You know, as a knight, he starts gaining popularity, gaining money. He gets uh, introduced to this woman that he falls in love with. And at by the end of the movie, he has to prove that he's worthy of actually being a knight when they find out, hey, you weren't born noble right um and you know spoiler alert he does because it's that movie yeah um but that that was a really good movie and you can see the whole movie playing out from a mile away and you still love it because it's great there's music in it Mm -hmm. they do like weird dances you get to see heath ledger being awkward and adorable Uh, um it it was such a good movie i'm huge fan of a knight's tale yeah interesting i need to watch all right, so to repeat uh, your, uh, Chris, your uh, movies that you probably shouldn't have watched this early in age, uh, The Godfather. <laughs> wow. Is, yeah, I definitely shouldn't have watched The Godfather <laughs> as a teen. Uh, this was not only because it was such a great film, like it is just universally a great film, but because I am part Italian, this I was a movie. I knew you mo- were going to say this that. This was a movie that I latched on to because yeah. of that fact. Yeah. Like My, Identity politics. Yes, mm. very much so. Uh, so I, I mean, we dressed up as mobsters. I remember for one Halloween, Chris, you remember that? I do. I remember that. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were, that was also just a season of our lives. And I think maybe just culturally too, of like mobster movies mm. and like these, um, like it, I can't remember. It's just like a trend. Um, so the Godfather was definitely one of the big ones. If you haven't seen it, 
You should. It's like one of those just culturally like historic movies. And actually, they're having a uh, miniseries coming out soon called The Offer, which shows about how the movie was made. And let me tell you, it's crazy. It is absolutely like involves like legit real murders and real yeah, crazy there, things. There was a lot of weirdness that went on with the Godfather movie. Just making the movie. What? Yeah, it's based off a book, but just getting the movie made was yeah, it's a roller coaster. Oh yeah, it's a roller coaster. A concept. Intrigue, insanity, murder. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, not involving murder, Nacho. <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> Nacho Libre. This is by far probably the least quality film of all the movies on this list. <laughs> right. But it is, it is still a budget of like sixteen dollars <laughs> and twenty eight cents. It was during that time of when all these movies like Napoleon Dynamite, right. like these just low quality, purposely low quality movies that were coming out. They're just hilarious on their own accord. Um, and it's not even that hilarious, but it was because you watch it as a group and with friends. And it just, it just, to Bro, me, we quoted this movie so much. It's like the corn thing. That's, that's something that we continuously carry on. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's just one of those films that just brings you back. You can quote it. And you're just, you feel like you're in middle school again. I love that it's on TikTok now. Yes. Yeah. I get yes. to wake up every morning at 5 a.m. and make soup. <laughs> it's the bay. <laughs> My life is I good. get to sleep in a bed all by myself. Yes. For the rest of my life. <laughs> it's fantastic. Like, literally, uh, I think every, like, Christmas, right before Christmas break in high school, um, one of the ROTC instructors would play this movie, and we would have to go watch it. Uh, yes. We didn't have a yeah. choice. Yes. We had to go watch it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's These phenomenal. are my recreation clothes. <laughs> <laughs> my robes were a stinky. <laughs> Did you know that I've had diarrhea since Easter's? <laughs> I am just concerned for your immortal soul because you're not being baptized. In the middle of the Philippines. Oh, I love that movie. That and so uh, this last one, this one it was a big one for me because it kind of really reinforced my love for history yeah. and just adventure, Indiana Jones style. I didn't put Indiana Jones. insane because there's like almost no real history in oh, the true. Oh, yeah, no. Very true. <laughs> uh, but that is National Treasure. Uh, it is a national treasure. Uh, I, I think so. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. What's it, his name? Uh, Ad, Adam. Was he? Oh, I don't Adam, remember. Adam Yao. What was his name? Were you about to say, were you about to say Yelnats? No. <laughs> Adam Yelnats. <gasps> holes! holes. Totally forgot about holes. What is wrong what? with us? <laughs> that one was... I have a few that have been popping in my head as yeah. we've been talking yeah. about other ones, so I think I'll probably mention them at the end. A-R-M-P I to the T. What is that? You smelling? A dog? That's me. I don't take showers and I don't brush my teeth. That's all I do is dig holes deep and sleep. Nice. That was, what's his name? Zero. Armpit. Oh, oh, yeah. armpit, yeah. I spelled it in the beginning. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Benjamin Gates. I can't spell. Come on. Get that, get that out. Where did I get Adam from? I don't know. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Uh, but you had uh, uh, Sean Bean in there, uh, Justin Bartha, Diane uh, Kruger, uh, John Voight. Uh, yeah, a lot of... It just, it's just, it's a fun adventure film, has very little real history in it, and it's just, it, but that movie kind of like, it came out during the time when I was really getting into history again, Mr. Pierce and, you know, middle school history, um, that, that time frame was just like a reinforcement of like, yes, I really love history. Sean Bean right. died in that movie, right? Like, as a character? Yeah. I, uh, I don't remember, to be honest, it's been, it's been a long time since I've seen it. He was Shaw 
Shaw died at the end of that movie. And I'm realizing I don't think I've seen one movie with Sean Bean where he did Oh, that's die. true. That's probably right. <laughs> he <Yikes>. always dies. <laughs> he always goes I think dead. he has like the most on-screen deaths of any actor ever. Yeah. I wonder if he like purposely signs up for those. Because he knows that it'll Do I die? Look, do I'm I die? <laughs> if I don't, we're gonna need a rewrite. <laughs> He's like, I want this cut short. Just give me in, give me out. Yeah. Um some honorary mentions that were brought up in my brain due to everybody else's. Um what is that called? Night at the Museum. All yeah. of those. Yeah. One. Twelve out of ten. Um, the Incredibles popped in my brain as well. Yeah, I purposely didn't list any Disney movies because like there's too many. Like, they're, yeah, they're, like those. That's true. Like yeah. we were raised on Disney movies in the yeah. '90s and early 2000s. Well, Disney movies and Jesus movies. Well, yeah, but yeah, facts. But yeah, Holes also popped in my head. Which is a um, Disney movie? Uh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like yeah, it was Pixar uh, Shia LaBeouf was a uh, like a not contractually obligated Disney actor, but like most of his stuff even was Stevens. Disney. Because of even Stevens. Oh, that makes sense. Also, we're going to skip over all of the made-for-TV movies like Smart House and even Stevens on Vacation and yeah. all of those. Oh, yeah, no. It's too many of those. <laughs> Johnny Tsunami. Um, all right, you ready to move along? I think so. Oh, Transformers is also an honorary. Oh, yeah, Transformers. Yeah. I remember liking the first one, but I The first just, one, that's it's it. Okay. Just that one. Just the first one. Just yeah. the first one. Ah, Transformers, too. Yep. All right, adulthood. Uh, I will start off this one, and we've kind of already talked about this with our last movie episode but i thought i might just go over it one more time uh interstellar it's Mm. it's look these films are my favorite because they mean something to me so interstellar warrior uh and 13th that is a new one but it is it's a documentary but it's it is one of those films that and look all documentaries have a bias that's the point of documentaries but this movie really opened my eyes to just how screwed up <laughs> like genuinely I, I've already seen some of the stats I've already seen some of the things but to just and that's what the point of movies that's the point of documentaries oh, yeah. is it it makes it more relatable it makes it easier to swallow in yeah. a way it makes it easier to digest and really take it in because sometimes words on a paper it just depending on where you're sitting it doesn't mean as much but when you're watching something you're seeing like oh wow this is horrible um so that's a new one that um it, it just means a lot because it, I couldn't recommend it enough to everyone. Um, but then I'll, I'll I'll end with this one, and uh, it's Moneyball. I, I know I think I listed it as one of my favorites from the last time we did the the movies episode. But uh, for you guys who haven't seen it, it's one of it's probably my favorite sports movie of all time that has very little to do with sports. Like yeah. it does, but it. I don't know how to explain it. Well, here's 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 the synopsis: it's Oakland A's GM Billy Bean is a handicapped is handicapped with the lowest salary constraint in baseball. If he ever wants to win the World Series, Billy must find a competitive advantage. Billy is about to turn baseball on its ear when he uses t- statistical data, which that's like speaking my love language, to analyze and place value on players he picks for the team. And underlying all that is his relationship with his daughter and how much he tries to have control over baseball and how he realizes towards the end of the film that he's been letting go of control with his relationship with his daughter. And he ultimately chooses correctly and chooses his daughter. But um, it's, it's one of my most favorite films. It's also got some of my most favorite music. It's got music from This Will Destroy You in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad Pitt is one of my most favorite actors. Uh, this movie, I remember when I first watched it, just it made me weep. It, it, it just did. And it just... I don't think I cried, but I do remember this movie being really emotional. It was one of the first films I, I watched, too, that was very different 
because of just its style. Like there were some what you would call action scenes where it's high paced, but a lot of it is just laid back and mm-hmm. it's it's a drama. It's very much it's connecting to the characters and letting that flesh out. And so yeah, yeah, those are mine. Harley, nice. Oh, geez. Okay, so mine is my first one is Tenet. I watched it with Tim and Jess, and I'm so glad I did because I genuinely don't think I would have grasped anything (laughs) that occurred in that movie had we not been able to, like, pause and for me to ask questions. Like, genuinely, I don't think I—it would have all went over my head. But it was phenomenal once I, like, grasped all of it. I was like, my brain (laughs) is mush. It is so good. It was such a good movie. Um, My second one is Just Mercy. Mm. Um, if you've yeah, seen that's it, a great one. You, you, you know, if you haven't, you need to. Um, and then basically I did a whole other, the new era of Disney movies with like the thing I saw somebody say recently as a quote that it's millennials, um, taking back or like something along the lines of millennials teaching parents how to raise their kids, how I to guess. apologize, how to apologize there we yeah. Go, yeah. to their children. And yeah. Cause the movies being made by our generation now yes. don't have like legitimate villains in them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically family. like, and it's the people who are yeah. closest to you, which is exactly. freaking bonkers. Yeah. Um, because that's really how it be. Um, and, and they still don't get it and they still don't get it. But <laughs> as long as you guys get it, because the rest of them are going to yeah. die no, off. No, no. Eventually. I, I think Gen Z and Gen Alpha, y'all be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then lastly is um, Dead Poets Society. Wow. Ugh. What a stellar one. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Um, I started watching it in one of my English classes in high school. And I was like. What a like, time to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Fixated to the screen. And then we never finished it. She just never oh finished it. Yeah. And so. For the like, ending he, is where everything is. I know. <laughs> oh, my. God. And so I like for years was trying to find this film on like any streaming site. It's never on Netflix. It's not on Amazon Prime. It's not on like Hulu until like recently, I think it was on Amazon Prime, like Prime Prime. Like you don't have to pay for it. (laughs) And I was like, this is it. This is my time to shine. I can finally watch it. (laughs) Phenomenal. It broke me. I have that movie. I've had it for a long time. And if I had known you were looking for it, I would have given it to you. It is one of my absolute favorites because as a writer and poet myself and a massive Robin Williams fan, right? Yeah. Right. Bro, uh, oh that movie! Oh, Captain, my Captain, mm. so good. Oh. I actually, I when I, so I write when I'm sad. Yeah. And when Robin Williams died, I wrote a piece titled "Oh, Captain, My Captain." <gasps> Chris, I'll find it for you. You can read that one too. Heck yeah! I give you all my writings. So I can sob you can read all. Oh yeah, if you want to cry, days. absolutely. Mm. Awesome, Chris. Wrap all it right. up, brother. So for me, my three. Bad Teacher. Still haven't seen it. It wasn't even a great movie. Like <laughs> It was uh, Cameron Diaz oh, and yeah. Justin Timberlake. It was funny. It was great. The reason I chose it is because it was actually Janelle and my first date. Oh. Um, yeah. So it, it was what a, hilariously what a movie go, yeah. to go see. Yeah, no, it, it was real awkward, but it was fun. <laughs> we had a good time. We loved that movie. We you still married, laugh about so it. Yeah, exactly. You know, it works out. I think the best line in that whole movie, there's a scene, uh, this will not be for children, but there's a scene <laughs> where uh, Justin Timberlake and Cameron Diaz are dry humping. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I did see this. Your I jeans just... feel so good <laughs> against my jeans. <laughs> I was working at the theater. That's, That's how. So yeah. Bad. I died laughing, and I still think about that at least once a week. Your jeans feel so good against my jeans. <laughs> 
That makes me want to vomit. <laughs> it should. It's it's bad. Yeah. Um, but that one, it, it was pretty funny. You can go check it out. Um, Black Panther. Yeah. Because of what it means to the mm. culture, like just right. everything that it did, and it was just a freaking great yeah. movie. Oh my god, it was so good. The soundtrack. The visual effects, yeah. the actors. Just phenomenal. I, I can't say enough good things about Black Panther. If you have not seen Black Panther, you're racist. <laughs> That's all there is to it. <laughs> like, even if you don't like superhero movies, you have to have seen that one or you're racist. That's just it. Speak your truth. Um, and then my last one, and I don't know if technically this one counts as an adult time period. Did you watch it as an adult? I watch it weekly. Oh, yeah. But sure. you first watched it. Wait, when did it come out? When did you first I don't watch really it? Really? Na- name I, the movie. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was like 2011. Uh, Scott Pilgrim yeah. versus The World. Yeah. So I grew up reading like random comics. Any comic book I could get my hands on, 20, I read it. 2010. Yeah. Oh, yeah, perfect. So 2010. I was an adult by then. Um, so Scott Pilgrim was actually a comic book first, and then they made it into a video game. And then they made it into a movie. Mm-hmm. And I followed it from the comics all the way through the video game and movie. I still have the game. It's on my PlayStation. I wow. bought it. Yeah. Um, and I just absolutely loved it. Michael Sarah. Ah, uh, that guy. Uh, Mary great. Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, it, she, I love her. Dude, such a great cast. They even had um, Chris Evans in I there. Know. <laughs> I know. It was so good. And basically, you follow Scott Pilgrim through this video game like world of canada and they never really explain like does he actually live in a video game or not yeah that's basically their yeah. whole reasoning is that's just how canada is <laughs> yeah. living in canada is just like being in a video game you find random power-ups you get extra lives when people die they drop money all kinds <laughs> of great stuff uh, i think my favorite scene is at the end when he's walking through the club yeah and they're like password <laughs> cool <laughs> what's the second password Whatever. Cool. And they just let him in, like, <laughs> the passwords. That was the best. I mean, bread is my favorite food. Yeah, you can eat I, I can eat that every day, all the time, and just never stop. Bread yeah, but then you you'd fat. get fat. Why? Why? Because <laughs> bread makes you fat. Bread makes you fat? <laughs> like, that whole movie is just super quotable, super great. Yeah. I always laugh at uh, the vegan scene. Yes, the, the vegan, vegan police. <laughs> He said, on February 2nd, you knowingly ingested chicken parmesan. <laughs> Chicken's not vegan? <laughs> oh, man. Just but, that genre of movie. Like, um, what was it? Like, Juno? Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Pretty Tyson. much anything with Michael Sarah. Yeah. It's all the all same genre. Um, yeah. And then also, like, um, I feel like just what that time period of, like, t- 2008 to, like, 2012-ish with, like, grown-ups coming out and, like, Click and all of those weird movies. Like, anything with Adam Sandler, 12 of 10. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Adam Sandler's hilarious, dude. I, I cannot. Look, hot take. I cannot stand Adam Whoa. Sandler. Secondary hot take. My brother kind of looks like Adam Sandler. What? That is, that is true. Yeah. That is true. He, he Does he dress like, like him? Sometimes, yeah. Oh, that's kind of yeah. some of, In some of his He's roles, got a certain yeah. aesthetic, you know? He yeah. does. The big pants, big shirt. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I just feel like that's all very foundational as well, mm. just to my existence. Anyways, the the only film I can stand with Adam Sandler is, um, shoot, I think Waterboy. Water oh Boy. yeah, that was a good. Oh, that's another like that one. Oh, um, Mr. Deeds is one of my favorites. Yeah, I didn't care for it. Have what? you ever seen? Um, I am 
very very sneaky. I, I've I've seen them, but I just like that one, and then um, where's the one where he's a dad? Uh, Big and, Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Just right. Don't. Yeah. Can't. Well, well, you don't like your name. What do you want your name to be? <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> All right, Frankenstein. <laughs> just anything in the two thousands. I remember very like f- flash. Yeah. Flashes up. as you employee should. of the month. If you've ever seen that. That is an nope. 89 Honda. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, Dane Cook and Dax Shepard. Uh, that movie is so great. Um, oh, Wedding Crashers as well. Wedding Crashers. Oh, yeah. You <gasps> shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Anything with Owen Wilson. Hangover. Hangover. Yes. Uh, I no look look, look 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 I'm not saying I like them like as much as I used to but that was a movie like when we were teenagers that we oh, yeah. definitely no. shouldn't have watched right. but, but we, we were like into it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, totally forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Man. Those, like that's what I'm saying like that genre of movie. The raunchy yeah, yes. Amer- American Pie, pretty much any oh, movie yeah. where the title was in a red box <laughs> and yeah. red block letters. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Um the like new remake of The Dukes of Hazard. In the movie oh, I didn't form. watch that. Yep. That was crazy. I, I used to love the Dukes of Hazard, and I have the movies as well uh, with Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Yes. Now, Jackass. And Look, now, bro. Jackass was, that, that was instrumental. <laughs> that, that's true. I forgot here's about the problem, that. Though. Here's the problem, though. <laughs> the reason you forgot about it is because we did that stuff and got head injury. <laughs> So we don't remember. They literally how tell you not to try it at home. Oh yeah, they told we you literally ignore every warning. Look, look, I was too young to watch like the show, and I was, I think, I think I was a little too young to watch the first movie come out. But by the time the second one did, I, I, was, I, I was all up in it. I, I was watching the illegal downloaded off the LimeWire versions <laughs> of them. <laughs> oh yeah, LimeWire, yeah. something that should never have been in existence. No. Right, absolutely not. Well, what a fun, uh, what a fun show! What yeah, are, what are all these movies yeah, having, having fun over here with these movies and uh, films. Take a trip down memory lane, if you will. Uh, guys, oh, thanks. Wait, oh. I have one more. That one more. F- when you said Nicolas Cage, Ghost Rider. I actually have not seen. Are you ser- Have you seen it? I have been to see it. Oh, I, I know the story. Not watch it, and <laughs> we'll move on from there. I forgot about this story. Still haven't. Yeah, still haven't seen it. Sorry. Can't help you there. Chris, what do you mean? Don't worry about it. Chris, why? Don't worry about it. You want to talk about it? Nope. Why not? Don't maybe, worry about it. Maybe it'll get it, get off your chest. I, talk about it. No. Oh, no. Moving on. <laughs> Anyways, that was foundational because I saw a scene from it recently. That's foundational it for me, too. Horrible. What is... <laughs> My goal is to kill Tim with laughter. All right, oh. I guess we're moving on. Ghostwriter. Oh, start that music. Let's move this segment. <laughs> I'll take over for Tim. We're going to head off to our next break, guys. Uh, don't go away just yet. We've got some more fun and interesting things to talk about when we come back. everybody we're back Catch yet again what'd you say you caught your breath yeah i caught my breath I'm good <laughs> had a cheese stick i'm good i was worried about you man <laughs> good times good times does it ever like weird you out to think about things back then like in middle school just how like it wasn't bad or anything but it was just it was a different time man like just totally different i mean i guess that's part of growing up but man it was just 
the culture and just like how things were moving yeah. and and what we were into. Very different. Very different. Ma'am. All right. Well, anyways. <laughs> I am not the same person. <laughs> Uh, let's, we, uh, not the same. we, we had a, a, uh, a surplus of fan questions last episode. Mm-hmm. So, so many that we had to save them for this episode. And so we're going to do our best to get through them all and go through them quickly because we have a lot of them. Uh, so Chris, are you ready to do this? Let's Har- go. Harley, are you ready to do this? I hope so. All right. And don't forget guys, uh, we have an always more hotline where you can leave us voicemails. And so you can do that at 254-218-4042. That is, once again, 254-218-4042. Chris yes. is, like, over here working out. <laughs> I got to get prepped. I got to get ready for these answers. I haven't read any of these questions beforehand. All right, so, so I'm these are s- all going to be off the dome. All right, all right. I want to save the voicemail one because we did get a voicemail. I'm going to save that for a little bit later. So the first question is from Kalina. Yes, Ka- Kalina? I work with her at the library. Oh, awesome. Would you like to do this question? Oh, then? sure. Um, so Kalina asked, how are women differently than men, if applicable, affected by voting stations changing their hours of operation slash location? Would you like to start with this one, Harley? Or going out at night as a woman is terrifying. So um, that's just not going to work. Just mm. not going to work. Um, Hot I'd, take. I, I say it doesn't affect women. Gender isn't real. Neither is voting. Next, let's go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm totally kidding. That's very ignorant of you. <laughs> but um, I actually don't know much about what the hours of um, voting stations are changing to. Yeah. So I don't have much knowledge on if they're getting later, but I would assume they're getting later because people are at work. So when they get out, they're like, oh, now we have more time to go vote. But by that time, it's evening and it's terrifying. Um, Is there more people to be like, oh, can watch if things go wrong? Yeah, but the bystander effect exists and people Mm. don't step in. So, yeah. So... If I'm not mistaken, and I might be, but I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that they were actually shortening the hours to, like, during work times Mm. because these are more like voter suppression things. The people Mm -hmm. that would be voting in the evenings, like women and minorities, the people that can't get off work to go vote are the ones that they're trying to suppress. But you can't target those people, so you just... Look at what you can do to make sure that it's less of them vote. To yeah, Create absolutely. less voting stations. Yep. Exactly. Uh, um, yep. Not allowing people to like hand out water or anything in mm. crazy long lines. Having voting stations that are only open like in From, like, particular parts of town for this set amount of time. Right. It, yeah. it, it literally is a 21st century Jim Crow. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Dang. Um, and also yeah. one other thing that really bothers me with the voting ID laws, just because we're on the topic, um, when people say, oh, you shouldn't be able to vote without an ID, granted, you know, yeah, you have to prove that you are who you say you are passing a ballot. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But those particular laws, like, for example, do not accept Native American tribal IDs. Um. They just don't. Wow. So you, as a person who lives on a tribe their entire life, um, yeah. They live on tribal lands. They never leave. Why would they need a U.S. Yeah. passport right. or a driver's license or whatever? They don't need it yeah. until it's time to vote, and then they can't vote. Yeah. yeah They're doing I, the same thing. So black people, Hispanics, women, any minority they can. Right. Mm. In the same vein, um, I, I saw, and I, I would totally be down for this, is just making voter registration an automatic thing once you graduate or become an adult. Should be done automatically. Yeah, 
there's many countries that do that, and it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it, I know why, but uh, because it makes it harder for people who don't have accessible ways yeah. of doing it. It's the same yeah. reason why they try to make it out further and further away from city populations because it's hard to travel out there. If you don't have a car, you can't get over there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I hate to think that America is that corrupt, but I know it is, and that just breaks my heart. Yeah. Yep. It really sucks. All right, let's move along. Uh, so I decided to keep this on this episode and not on Always More Nerd because I think we're going to talk about it anyways, or we already did. Uh, but Fernando asked, The Dark Knight or The Batman? Dark Knight. The Batman. Have you watched The Batman yet? Nope. That's why I say Dark Knight. <laughs> I say The Batman. Also, though, the Joker has <laughs> always been my favorite villain across any comic book medium at all, Marvel or DC. Yeah. I have always loved the Joker. And not in like the weird like hero worship kind of way. Just yeah, yeah you, you like the psychological yeah, analysis I, as to like why the science yeah. behind the Joker. Like I like all of that. Not one of those weird like nice guys that right. has a Joker profile picture on Facebook or whatever. Those guys are weird. I think you'll appreciate this Riddler then. Yeah, I feel because that makes them not really comparable because this plot line in the Batman is not about the Joker. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like because I like the Joker so much, that's Dark his Knight, favorite. Yeah, Dark Knight is probably. But that, but that's what I'm saying. It still cannot be. Oh, she's saying that you can't use that as an excuse. Is what she's yeah, saying? Pretty much. Okay, well, I'll watch because the Batman at some point, and I'll let you know what I thought. <laughs> okay, cool. I've actually hey, heard some really negative reviews about it from some of my classmates. The Dark Knight or Batman? The Batman. If somebody wanted to take me to see the Batman. I would watch the Whoa, Batman. I invited you, and I changed my <laughs> schedule to try to get it, and then you backed out. Don't you dare Ooh. try to do that to me. How dare you? Jinkies. I don't know what you're talking about, Tim. Jesus. My word against yours. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, I, I've been trying to think about this too recently because there is a recency bias with this. But also, at the same time, I watched a Dark Knight as a high schooler, so I really, you know, you can count cult. Right. Um, or culture. Nostalgia. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, I, I think the cinematography and the... the and I, Don't get me wrong. I love Christopher Nolan. What he did... I'll say this. If it wasn't for the Dark Knight trilogy, this wouldn't have happened, I don't think. The Probably Batman. not. Christopher Nolan transformed uh, superhero movies in a way. I agree. Prior to this, Batman was just totally different. Um, and so and there's different reasons to like each. I think like just cinema alone... I'm going to go with the Batman. I like some of the characters better in The Dark Knight, so I kind of lean that way a little bit more. Um, but as far as, like, the Batman character, I, I liked better in The Batman. Personally, I'm not a Batman fan, so I did enjoy seeing something that was new and fresh and something that was more detective-y, which I appreciate in The Batman. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think I, 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 I slightly lean towards the Batman. All right. Are we ready for the audio question? Uh, yes, I think so. All right, let's have the volume up, and we got a, we got a voicemail, so let's hear it. Hey, uh, my name is Rob, a big fan of the show. I actually went to college, and I worked with Harley, uh, but I don't care to use this for the Always More Nerd podcast or the regular Always More podcast. Big fan of the show, like I said, um, but I'm, I'm about to see the Batman for the third time. I love it, and my question to you is, have you seen it? What'd you think about it? And if you want a sequel... What Batman villain would you bring into the sequel, and who would you cast as that villain? All right, keep up the good work. 
All right. So we kind of already answered the first two questions. Uh, thank you, by the way, Rob, for the voicemail question. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> it's so good to hear from you. Uh, but I, I was really intrigued by this question because I always like to fan cast too in my head. So, uh, Chris, I don't know if you knew this, but they did have a Joker scene in this movie. I did. I watched the Joker scene on YouTube because I don't care about spoilers. <laughs> and, that, and that's why I assume you already saw it. Uh, what did you think about that scene? I thought it was really interesting. I don't know how I feel about the casting. It's like you you can't beat Heath Ledger. Like you you just can't. Right. There's no way. Um I was hoping they were going to use the kid from Gotham, um Cameron really? Monaghan. I don't think he fit. I mean, I don't know. I I have iffy things about him. I thought he was a really good Joker personally. Um, but I mean, they, they can always do a thousand different things with the Joker. Cause it was literally just that little five minute scene. So right. Right. They could go anywhere with it. He might do a good job. He might not. We'll see who, I don't know who it is. I didn't um, spoil the that guy who me. plays Druig, um, in Eternals. You're kidding. No, he, he did. <gasps> I think he did really well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hold on. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember his name. Like for the life of me, I cannot remember his oh. name. Oh yeah. And they put a lot of makeup on him. He very much looks like Death in the Family Joker, or resembles that anyways. Very key. Uh, yeah. Hmm. So, um, I, I personally, like, I again. I think that'll be fun. I, I'm, I'm not a huge Batman fan, but I think he did great, you know. I think that scene was interesting. It, oh, yeah. It piqued people's interest in what's to come. Yeah. I, I think, so, to recap, the villains that we have in this new Batman universe are the Penguin, um, which he's getting his own show, which that should be interesting. Mm. You have um, Riddler. Wait, wasn't there one more? Because, oh, I guess Falcone is dead. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it. Spoilers. You know, you knew that. You knew <laughs> that. I know you know it. It's you, been a couple weeks since this movie came out. It's it's fine. Yeah. I think the people listening will be okay. Um, One of the, one of the um, uh, villains I do want to see, because I haven't seen him yet in a Batman live action film, is Hush. I think that would be. Oh, I think that would be interesting. I don't know yeah. enough of the the so, Batman villains. Hush so. was one of Batman's, uh, well, uh, Bruce Wayne's best friends growing up. Yeah, and they were very similar social circles, very similar financial social standing, all of that stuff. But don't, Hush, don't ruin the the twist too much because look, the reason why I say this is because I ruined. <laughs> I think I've said this on the pod before because I ruined uh, Gwen Stacy for Jess. And how she um, dies. Uh, yeah. So be careful what you say here next. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hush is just one of those villains that gets under Batman's skin. Mm. Like he knows who the Batman is, but he doesn't like put it out there into the world. He just uses that Against to, him. yeah. And to it, hurt yeah. it doesn't he have a connection with the Riddler? Like, isn't there some, like, I'm trying to remember, but. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, obviously, oh, I don't know if you knew this part, but he was actually, or the word hush was mentioned in the Batman movie. Oh, was it? Yes. It was like a very quick moment, but it was definitely there. Um, so I think that's a very real possibility if uh, Matt Reeves decides to continue this. I think I think we will eventually see hush come in. Okay. That's cool. As far as fan casting, I'm trying to think of, because you got to think of some other, he, he's a doctor, right? Uh, They're all doctors. <laughs> that's true. Um, but I'm trying to think of like a young strapping Young man who could play. What's his real name? Is it Elliot? Is that his name? 
Uh, yeah, I want to say Thomas Elliot. Is it a white man or a person of white. color? Yeah, it's a white man. But they can change oh. that. That's this is true. Uh, they can't. Not if they're gonna go with the hush comic book plot line. I can't. I don't, I don't remember why that's relevant. No, so, no, so no. yeah, I don't remember. I, I, again, I, I've, a lot of these Batman comics I've just brushed on and I've seen little pieces of it, and so I don't know the right. deep storylines with everything. But anyways, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a fan casting. Isn't there like a mud monster or something? Uh, oh, Clayface. Uh, Clayface, yeah. Yeah. You think they'll actually do that? No. Not in this mm. universe. I No, I have seen people wanting a uh, Mr. Freeze in this universe. I was going to say Mr. Freeze would be great. Uh, I don't... I think it, the look, movie is too realistic. I feel th- that's that's me. That's me. Justin on Always More Nerd. He said, "I I don't think so. I think they could branch it yeah. out and try to explore." I think they would kind of have to. It just like, feels weird. The to whole point behind too. Gotham's villains, like the rogues, is they just get more crazy as time goes on. Yeah, but but there's he's, something he's already going to be against, like the reality of literal gods in his presence you've got dr but, but maybe Fate, not in this universe superman it's like it's like joker movie like not that is yet. that is this a su- is year two batman i know that but <laughs> i mean it's not exactly that like they didn't say hey this is year two batman yes i know it's obviously the similar themes but it's like the joker movie like obviously that is set in a super hyper real scenario where like this is the only way it could happen in our world right yeah and so i it, feel like the way they set it up for this movie they made it too realistic for like a like natural human right reality so to add these like fictional powerful characters right. would just be uh it'd be uncomfortable i feel riddler makes sense in this universe even the joker in a way makes sense like because you, it's you, just psychotic well yeah 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 so that, that's my is i want more psychological villains for batman and i'm not saying freeze can't be but i think that's where i would want it to go right. which is why i want hush okay i would like to see <gasps> Timothy shall I think he Timothy th- Chalamet. Oh, oh as no. Hush. He could do as it. As Hush, that'd be a good cast. He's a good yeah, looking no, man. That would he be could a good do it. The, the age difference in him and Robert Pattinson is too obvious. I mean, I'm looking at his age right now. Age him up a little bit. That's true. I would like to see, and this is definitely the creepy comic book guy in me, but I would like to see Poison Ivy. I was thinking that too, actually. Uh, yes, I would love to see Pam Isley, uh-huh. Poison Ivy, but like a a more realistic take than the Uma Thurman. Right. Uma uh, Thurman obviously right. did a great job for what she was supposed to do. I just I don't know who I would cast as Poison Ivy, and I'm looking through like fan castings and stuff to see if there's anybody good. Have you ever seen uh, Riverdale? It's like a cringe TV show. Oh, you know the redhead, Madeline Pesh. Yeah, she would do a phenomenal Absolutely. job. Okay, you are right about his age; it's ten years difference. Yeah, so. I mean, you could still age him up, but I, I, that is a good point. Uh, I just feel like the the Robert Pattinson be. Batman looks too grungy and seasoned, and well, that was that, that, that was my thought. <laughs> but that was my thought with Timothy is because he is a phenomenal actor. Like, if you, yeah, if you've seen, um, uh, oh, what is the one with him and Steve Carell? Um, oh my gosh. What is that film? Beautiful Boy. That, he is a, just, my God. Like, it, it is It is not just hype. He is a great actor. Ooh. Yeah, yeah but he's he a little could... frat boy. Yeah. Let's do these real quick. Uh, John <laughs> you know, C. Riley. you seen the memes about that? No. Oh, okay. John C. Riley as Professor Pig. <laughs> 
I would That's die too on for the this nose. one. I would die That's, for this one. It's too much on the nose. Christoph Waltz as Hugo Strange. Yes. Oh my gosh. I I didn't know I needed that until now. Yep. Yes. <laughs> You know who that is? <laughs> Christoph Waltz was the bad guy in Inglorious Bastards. Um, he played Spectre. That's a the, bingo. The bad guy in Spectre, James Bond. Um, he played the the white guy that released Django in Django. Oh, the, the doctor. The German. Oh, German. oh, he's uh, he's the he's the TikTok uh, sound. Um, uh, it's like a reward. No, it's no. a millennial TikTok. Yep, I guess. that's not. I, I know who you're talking about. From <laughs> oh, Alden Einrich as Hush. Uh, it was Tommy Elliot. We, we were right. Um, I don't know, but he looks like he could do it. Mm. All the nine rush. Let's find out. Man, well, see. Rob, the answer to your question is there's <laughs> there's so many things. There's I, many variables. I, I think Chris. I think you and I are on the same page. I think we want to see a lot of these '90s Batman villains. You know, I want to give them a second chance. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, you know, as much as they were revolutionary at the time. Well, I take that back. Like the first few were revolutionary. After that, they were. Horrible. Let's see. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, and mm. um, who else? I'm trying. I can't even remember. I blocked out oh. some of those movies. Oh, we can we can get a Rob. <gasps> we need we need a Red Hood, or um, yeah, yeah, Red Hood. Oh, we. Could, he's too young though. Look, he's if we're young. if we're doing re- if we're doing Red Honestly. Hood, cast Red Panda from TikTok. The dude I've sent you the the comic book TikToks yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I think he would do a great job, truthfully. <laughs> I think he could do it. He could do it. Um, the guy from Han Solo. Oh, Alden, yes. Alden he would Irish. be a good Elliot. He'd be a good Hush. Yeah, I see that. Good pick. Good yeah. pick. Rob, right. good, good question, man. Thank you. I appreciate moving it. Moving on, moving on. All right, we got to keep going. Uh, this is the last question for today, and that is Mario. He asked... Do you believe in the if you can handle my if you can't handle my worst you don't deserve my best mindset? I'm curious because there are very little people in the world and sometimes it takes leaving a person for them to change. Um, this brings me personally back to a lot of evangelical type of mindset about wanting to change people mm-hmm. and wanting to be the light in their life. Um, to me. These days, I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, unless you're already in a long-term committed relationship and there's no abuse happening, then I can see that how that could happen, and maybe you want to fix things. But as far as, like, you dating someone or even even friendships, life is too stressful. <laughs> I feel like this puts a lot of pressure on the other person. Right. Like, because I've seen me at my worst, and... I wouldn't want to put anyone through that. The fact that Janelle puts up with me is just like <laughs> right. God tier of a woman there. Um, my best is pretty good, I think. And she absolutely deserves my best all the time. I know I can't give her that. But it's not up to me to say, well, if you can't handle me at my lowest points, then you don't deserve my highest points. Yeah, I feel like everybody deserves my highest points. And if I can't level it out... That's a me issue. That's not a her issue. Right. I think a lot of it has to do with, and this is, you can't put this on a piece of paper, but it really comes down to attitude and how are you actually trying to be your best? Mm-hmm. I think, I think if, if you are purposely trying to better yourself and change yourself, then yeah, sure, there's wiggle room. Um, but if you're just deliberately using it, using your personality as an excuse, using your, 
your sign is an excuse or whatever, then that's... I'm just a Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Then, obviously, I think it's some BS, but if, if you're genuinely trying to be a better person, then I think if you're trying to have that, then that, that quote won't be in your mind anyways. I think right. that quote is pointless on a mass scale. It's on a case-to-case basis. Yeah. Like, it's up to me to decide if I think your lowest moments are worth it. Right. Right. It has nothing to do with you saying, well, it's my way or the highway, you know, that's basically what it is. It's like, you take what I give you and you like it. Yeah. Mm. No, like it's my decision. If I think you're worth it, I'll put in the effort. And when I get the high moments from you, great. When I have to deal with the low moments, it's my decision. I think it's worth it. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't got nothing. I'm not seasoned (laughs) enough in life. To well, have a good answer. Even, even then, like even with like my daughter, I'm thinking about Ari and her friendships, and I, I want her to yes be friends with people, and in the same way that Chris has been patient with me, I want her to be patient with her friends. Right. But I also want there to be effort. I want there to be a consensual agreement that hey, we're going to try to be our best For you know, friends other. or yeah. relationships. It doesn't matter what type of relationship. Um, if someone is deliberately repeating the same things over and over again, this, or excuse me, the same like weaknesses and faults, then obviously there's a trend and. They're not trying to be better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, obviously, some people's best is absolutely not worth it. Cause, like, if at your best you're bringing me a coffee, great. But if at your worst you're like kicking my dog, right. Why would I want to put up with that for a cup of coffee? Like, it's not worth it. So, I think it's important to know where your personal line is before you can say that question applies. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Well, thank you, everyone, for uh, submitting your questions. And don't forget to uh, leave us a voicemail. We love hearing y'all's voices and having you guys a part of the conversation. Yes. I'll be honest. I did not expect Rob to sound like that. What did you think he sounded like? I don't know. It just wasn't that. Mm. Yeah, there's another Rob, actually, I know that it does not sound that way. I was just like, oh, hey. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a different Rob. Um, and I'm not, I'm not talking about Robert, uh, our friend Robert uh, Edwards. He's I love that dude. I miss him. He also sounds different. Yeah. All these Robs. I mean, who knew? People would- I thought Robs all <laughs> sounded the same. people were different? <laughs> different. No, you know? <laughs> I thought all Robs sounded the same. Uh, guys, that brings us to the end of our show. Any final thoughts before we uh, start this uh, closer? Um, I like movies. Yeah, it's good to reminisce on movies that made you into who you are. Indeed. Uh, we'll have to do something like this with shows because I've been re-watching a lot of shows lately that uh, we grew up on, like Scrubs and How Much Your Mother. And we can't do a TV show episode. <laughs> Maybe we can too do like shows. actors or something. Too many actors. That's true. <laughs> too many out there. Uh, also, oh, before or music, I, we could totally do music. We did, we just did music. What? Where were you at? Well, it was know. December. It was before oh, we started. Mother. <laughs> Maybe we'll do another one in December for our next year Spotify Wrapped. Oh, that's a <gasps> good idea. Genius. Okay, cool. We'll do it once a year. Uh, oh, before I forget, uh, guys, submit to us what you want to hear us talk about. We want your ideas about topics yeah. to have conversations because about. Because we're running out of topics. That's not true, but a lot of the things that we want to talk about are just... We're running out of good topics. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, and we don't, we don't want to necessarily just talk about current event things. Um, that's good and fine sometimes, but at the same time, it's just... We kind of want a distraction from that, and that's what these conversations are sometimes. So, mm. um, yeah. So, submit us, please. Let us know what you want to hear about, because we would love to talk about them. I recently had a recommendation for the um, senses. So, like, touch here, um, sight, smell. Like, what's our favorite sense? Yeah, or, like, just things of that nature, or like, what you associate, or, like, that kind of stuff. Mm. 
I think my favorite sense is probably. We'll talk about here. it on an episode, Goober. Oh, okay. Okay. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> it's taste. All right, guys, it's time ah! to close this. <laughs> That's a Millie Rock, you. Uh, thank you all again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a positive rating on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at, at AlwaysMorePod. Chris, where can we find you? I am on Instagram like once a month at Captain underscore CT Ford. I am on TikTok like every day at Christopher.Lionheart. And Harley, where can we find you? You can find me on the Instagrams at what Harley, and you can find me on TikTok at HarleyBean.co, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at, at Timothy Lichty, and on TikTok at Tim Lichty. It's L I E C H T Y. And thank you again for listening and for being a part of the conversation. And remember, there's always more than this. Bye, everybody. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Always More podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share, like, and rate on whatever your platform of preference is. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at AlwaysMorePod. If you'd like to submit a question, you can ask us on any of our social media platforms, or you can leave us a voicemail at 254-218-4042. If you'd like to feed into our caffeine addiction as well as support the podcast financially, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com forward slash AlwaysMorePod. For further information and to contact us, you can email us at alwaysmorepodcast at gmail.com.